Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. It is 24 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Dr. David Munyai, Associate Professor of Political Science and International Relations and also the Director of the Center for Africa-China Studies at the University of Johannesburg as we look at uh, the protest that erupted against China's COVID-0 strategy. This as rising unrest in the country in the form of protests in several cities has translated to greater reopening pressure for authorities. To help us understand what is going on, Dr. David Munyai now joining us on the line. Dr. Munyai, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Is it known how widespread these protests are outside of what's happening on social media? Uh, not really. Uh, I think they are in Shanghai and few other cities uh, where um, doing a, a, a visible uh, number of people who are demonstrating. But otherwise, uh, uh, most of the country and places are, are stable. Yeah. Is there any significance to this protesters or at all? I saw that um, some of the protesters are also calling for President Xi to um, to step down but he was just re-elected a couple of weeks ago. I think uh, our understanding of the entire situation is that China has put a very high bar uh, on zero uh, COVID. And if you look at it, I think we have had much larger numbers of COVID than China with 1.4 billion people. And the United States, that has lost more than a million people. And therefore, I think when we measure and judge China, we then use uh, those high standards. Uh, The numbers are very low. Um, And we have seen in the past uh, month or so uh, the easing up of the entire uh, lockdown uh, from the entire areas to buildings. And we've seen President Xi Jinping uh, traveling outside the country for the first time. Mm. And and there are signs that there's a gradual move. But nonetheless, and understandably so, uh, people uh, have this fatigue and need to uh, really open and start moving, which we all understand. And the people have spoken. And uh, the Chinese Communist Party uh, does, in all times, listen to the people. And therefore, I think we'll see more movements in terms of easing up at the lockdown. Do you think that there would be any big changes, though, anytime soon? I'm not expecting overall overnight, but I mm. think you might see um, uh, the, a differentiated way of dealing with. One of the major challenges that China faces, unlike us, uh, it's the a number of uh, elderly people. And number two, um, uh, China geographically is huge, but it's just a small part where people live in cities and 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 crowds, and to manage that. Uh, it's something different from most countries. And therefore, I think there will be uh, discussions uh, at the highest level and find best way of easing in a manner that does not really uh, deal uh, more damage to uh, easing in terms of loss of lives. I mm-hmm. think that's the uh, major success that China has made thus far. Yeah. And as an economic powerhouse that China has become, um, has this zero COVID-19 strategy at all had an impact on, on its economy and also on um, the factories that are actually supposed to be operating? Well, uh, China is not just number uh, two global economy. It also controls the entire value chain when it comes to manufacturing and a number of other key areas. And therefore, whatever happens in China 
has ripple effect to the entire world, whether you talk about containers, yeah, you talk about um, uh, just general iPhones as you had, um, and a number of other issues. And therefore, there is a huge uh, implication uh, for China and Chinese economy, uh, for the region as well as for the world. Um, the COVID-19 has indeed brought challenges not just to China, to all of us. I think as a country is also getting into uncharted waters, uh, and at mm-hmm. times not knowing how best to handle the situation, they change situation and, and, and measure and find best way at the end of the day. Dr. David Minyai, thank you so much for your time, Associate Professor of Political Science and International Relations, and also the Director of the Center for Africa-China Studies at the University of Johannesburg.